Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Ah, yes. Fall time is just around the corner. And you know, unlike any other media creators out there, I'm not going to rag about why summer is ending or have the summer blues. Matter of fact, with all this heat and stuff that's going on, y'all can have it. Summer 2018, thank God you're gone. Whew, just go. Get out of my sight. Don't, don't even bother. Just, just leave. Because I'm ready for 2019 anyway. And a lot of you all should be too. We got to go ahead and wrap up the year, y'all. After all, I'm not, shoot, we're, we're two steps closer to getting Trump out of office. The right way. And speaking of which, that's not the only reason. I'm ready to move on because I got a lot of big things to do later on in this year. So I'm trying to hurry up and coast through all this as I can. And like the future is big and bright here. So I'm just ready for the next level. And you shouldn't be sitting there crying about, oh, you know, it's the summer blues. My summer is gone. You had three months right around half naked. It's over. Wrap it up a little bit, okay? Just get the last few minutes in. Get it over with and shut up. It's done. You know what I mean? And not to mention, well, there were some good things about it. Maybe I'm being a little too harsh. Maybe I'm being a little too harsh. But we'll talk about what's so great about it in a few minutes because welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio. So, how's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 66. This is the J-Men Show, and I'm your host, Jay, of course. And yeah, as the cold open was telling you, I am so stoked that summer is coming to an end. I got so many things to do in fall time, you know? Just get all this stuff out of the way. I'm finally reaching a new point in my career, and not trying to get at that, not trying to stay at that level anymore where, you know, you don't have a certain degree and stuff. Things are looking up. I'm just ready for that next go-round, you know what I'm saying? So if I can go ahead and get all these things done and finally just move on into that next phase, I'm happy. And not to mention the steady growth that's happening with J360 Productions as a whole. Like, I pretty much had to hold back on this episode's production because I wanted to work on the website a little bit. I wanted to give you guys a little bit more something to do. And um, also, I'm reaching out, building a network here. You know, with all of you out there, like some of you want to do spotlight episodes, you just send me something on the email, you know, j360productions at outlook.com and put in the subject spotlight and let me know if you want to be a part of it. See what I'm saying? Because, you know, we all help each other and I don't have any, I don't have any qualms about interviewing any of you and letting you guys show your craft and speak your mind and, you know, touch base on some topics, you know, just as long as you don't do, um actual malice or incite to create violence or whatever. No, no, no. You do that on your own time. But you see, whereas I have rules and morals for things, it seems like a lot of rules and morals have been thrown out of, thrown out of proportion as of late regarding mainstream media. Aren't you just tired of Rudy Giuliani? Or actually, aren't you just tired of these old people in general just coming up and, you know, sensationalizing this and stoking up everything here instead of just giving you exactly what you 
came to see, you know, the news that you need to know. You know, if there's one thing I've noticed, and that's just by even doing independent media for quite some time, it's just people love to stoke the pot and they all have an agenda for something. Everybody's got an axe to grind against somebody. And the thing about it is, is that you wonder why and you wonder what's in it for them from time to time. Like, I can understand, like, some people in the news media, they want to do the right thing. They want to tell you the truth. They want to tell you what this is, how it affects all of you as a whole, or all of us, I should say, as a whole, because, hey, I'm part of it, too, and they want to let you know all these things that are going on. They want to let you know, like, some people are all about this phase of the of the union, and some people are on that side of the whole spectrum, and it's just like, you know, does it help anybody? Does it affect anybody? Or, at the end of the day, who is this going to help in the long run? And you see that there's a lot of short-term ideas but you also got people that are in office right now, acting power in office right now, that are not doing the right thing by people. They are cutting back our laws that we have, and then you got some people that get upset about even showing a little bit of discipline and carrying themselves. And it's and it's ridiculous. We're going to that state of lawlessness because that's what people think true freedom is. Discipline is not the opposite of enthusiasm. It never has been. You should be able to discipline yourself on how you go about doing things. But nobody likes it when somebody is said or the words no is uttered. And you can see that at a day job anywhere. Like at my day job, oh, if you say no to this, that person will be mad at you. And it's like, there's no reason for them to get mad. You just need to understand that I'm not going to fall for that kind of behavior. I'm not going to be a part of this whole thing. I don't agree with it. But nowadays, when you disagree, all of a sudden, you public enemy number one. Like, you done sold secrets out to different countries or stuff like that that aren't our friends or whatever. Or you done did all this and stuff, you know? I just don't understand, like, why some people think that saying no cheapens their whole deal and stuff. You're allowed to say it. You're allowed to be honest about yourself. And if you don't agree anything, or if these people nowadays got nothing but peer pressure and they're just trying to drum all this stuff up around you... You need to just say, no, I'm not a part of this. I have nothing to do with it. Like, there are some things in the J-Man show, or even by creating any sort of show in general, I've had to say no many times. I've had to stand up to a lot of different indie creators and just be like, you know what? It doesn't make sense to me. I'm not going to fool with it. Even in my own staff. And it's just a, you know, that's the most powerful word you have because you can't run around and please everybody every time. And I wish people like Donald Trump would know that. Of course, at the same time, Donald Trump, he don't give a F about any of it. He don't care. You can see right now all this stuff that's going on. He don't care. Like, like on the wake of the whole Charlottesville riot that happened, man did not care at all. He is not trying to heal a nation at all. He's trying to say, oh, I'm receptive of all races. Really? Really? With all that stuff going on, this idea of building a wall, all of these pretty much pot shot ideas he has. I always wonder what kind of drugs he's on because some of the stuff that he says or tweets out doesn't make any sense. And then he acts as though like, oh, I'm not supposed to be held accountable for him because I'm a president. Actually, considering that you are a quote president, everything you do you're going to be accountable for. And the public and your critics telling you that, 
you should be receptive to it. You shouldn't be running around here and whining and worrying. You should know exactly what you're going through and what you're trying to lead the country into. You're supposed to represent. But then again, the guy can't even the guy can't even give a send-off to a soul legend right. You know what I'm saying? He can't give a proper send-off to anything without reading the paper. Oh, I, I believe... Blah, blah, blah. I, I was looking at him read that paper right then and there. He looked like he was having a hard time because the man hardly reads. Um, the man can't just go ahead and just say it from the heart. But I guess you can't really do it much if you don't have one, right? And then not to mention all his friends going to bat for him and all this, uh, you know, just crazy stuff. And you only hope that in the end things work out. You know, you, you only hope. I just look at this new quote, quote, administration, and even though it's not really administration, it's Incompetence, Inc. I just look at every single one of them. And they all got more crookedness to them than a little bit. They are so crooked that even Guasimodo's whole thing, he has a more straighter lace than they do. And it's just to the point where it's like, what is the end goal for all these people, huh? To divide all of us, to isolate us, to keep us in a box, to stop us from evolving, whereas everybody else in the surrounding countries are evolving. To let anybody else's pot shot ideas get the get the green light before anybody else out here that could make something that's beneficial and credible to the world does. See, too much of that stuff goes on now. I don't want to see it happen, you know, five to ten years down the road. And yeah, I know my voice is kind of choppy today. Like I said, I think I'm coming down with a cold. But to be honest with you, it's not going to stop me from doing these episodes this week. Which, by the way, you're getting a double special, so... For the first half, I hope you're enjoying it. But, you know, just like whenever I see the news media in the morning, and I mean any kind of news, I always just ask myself how we got to this point. And then I always wonder, can we dig ourselves out of it? Because, you know, we keep making more mistakes on top of the older mistakes, and we never really step our game up. And it's sad. Because at the end of it all, I, I didn't think that, you know, being in my 30s, I would see none of this nonsense. Or even a fraction. I knew I would see some. I knew I would see some. Because, you know, there's always going to be that people on the left and the people on the right that will never, ever be satisfied. Even if they got what they wanted. They're always going to be like that. Just like, you know, even on YouTube, there's always going to be that person that has over such and such amount of views than you do. It's just, you know, you're just like, it's weird. But then at the same time, you go, oh, okay, well, I see why it is and I see why this is. So I'm going to ignore that crap and I'm just going to keep doing my thing and keep making content every week. And then speaking of which, I think YouTube has a thing on there now where it's like, you can't have any F-bombs or yada, yada, yada in your dialogue. Otherwise, you can't get any ad revenue for it. Even though I wonder who still uses YouTube for ad revenue because of the two ad apocalypse that happened. I'm like, really? YouTube's doing all this now? Why are we so hypersensitive about it? And another thing is, well, because of that F-bomb thing, I guess the first 40 episodes of the J-Men show I can't monetize, right? At least on YouTube. I just always like look at this stuff and I'm like, what is it that people want, man? Do they want groupthink? Do they all want us to be alike? Do they all want everybody to like us and stuff like that? Because none of that stuff is feasible. It wasn't feasible years ago. It's never going to be feasible now. And it's not going to be feasible 10 years down the road because human nature applies. People think differently. People act differently. 
you know, you just look at the world around you and you're like, what the hell are we doing? You know, and you can't bring that up in day jobs nowadays. Nowadays, you can't even have a decent conversation at your day job because chances are somebody in charge of your department probably can't handle a joke, probably can't laugh, probably can't take anything. So he'll sit there and he'll hold you up as you're trying to do your job and come up with an idea of saying, oh, we can't joke, we can't talk, we can't play around. It's so stupid at my day job now. I'm like, you know, really? I'm just going to ride this out? But at the end of the day, I can just feel the urge, you know? And the truth is, is that it's only because it's helping me grow this business here. And it's helping me get where I need to go in terms of my career development and do what I got to do. That's the only reason. Other than that job, it's just a job. It's not a career. So I have to keep remembering that. So, you know, I kind of set up my little escape pod in reference to a show of mine that I... In reference to a show that I like called Welcome to Rantyville, which, by the way, is hosted by the Ranty Bastard, and he is just awesome. You know, like, because there's a whole list of shows that I love and I frequent all the time as I produce this show. And, you know, I didn't give them all a shout-out in episode 60, so I gotta make sure I do that for episode 70. Sorry, y'all, but, you know... 60 was a spotlight episode, and I was going to give all the time I needed to that young lady. Which, by the way, I heard she's filming soon, so she's doing pretty good. In case for those of you who are wondering about um, some of Maroc Ronzo, she's doing great. So I got nothing but respect for her, and I wish her the best in her career. And I'm going to be following it and letting you guys know what's up. So, like, any sort of new projects that she has, or any projects that any of you have, you know, just let me know about them. And I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll spread the word. That's just the way it is, because I'm all about building a network here. But yeah, like I just look around us, I'm like, damn, are we evolving or are we devolving? And if we are devolving, when are we going to start walking on our um, knuckles and everything else again? Because if you consider evolution, it's fun to think about, and it ain't too far from the truth with the way people are. But you know, I just wanted to go ahead and you know speak my mind on that a little bit, because... Even the, the what, what division isn't hurting us the most, you know? It's the political divide. It's the racial divide. It's the monetary divide. It's all these things that could be filled and patched up if we just would get out of our own way and admit that we were wrong about some things or that we were ill-informed here or there. But nobody wants to admit they're wrong. And at the same time, nobody wants to speak out that, hey, you know, we don't really have good leaders anymore. We have just a lot of flack of nothing. And, it, and it's a killer. You know what I'm saying? That's why, in a way, I kind of want 2018 to be over. I want us to get through 2019 as quick as possible. And then get to 2020. And see exactly how the other election's going to be. And I hope they find somebody that's... Capable of doing the job. Because this guy's been in there for two years now. And it's just been nothing but a headache. It's been a damn near depression for a lot of people. But it's been a headache. Especially for those that are really trying to do their job. By getting the news. I mean if you don't feel as though. If you don't like all these people bothering you. You don't like all these people talking to you and stuff like that. Well why don't you just leave. Do what Nixon did. Resign. Because you're already more corrupt than him. If there was really, if there was really a comparison of the two. And the thing about it is, when you look up back at Obama, you kind of say, you know, even if you didn't like him, you kind of miss him a little bit because at least things weren't too bad. Because I know some of y'all 
pick and pull, like whatever you need and all that kind of stuff. But nothing is as bad as like what's going on right now, especially with all the people just lying, lying and lying and lying. And, and then he's messing with the sports industry, which is outrageous. You know what I'm saying? But he's the reason why we don't have a second football league like that anyway. Remember the United States Football League? He owned the New Jersey Generals. And him and a few others, they just ruined it. So that's why you don't have anything competing with the NFL until the XFL comes back in 2020. Just a sad world we live in. And he's so delusional and full of himself, he can't even see what he does wrong. Stupid stuff. Ah, man. But 2018 hasn't been all that bad. I mean, we did get to Infinity War. We did get to Ant-Man and the Wasp. We did get to see... Sorry to bother you, right? We did get to see some pretty interesting movies this, this year. Um, of course, some, some of the movies, you know... They're, they're basically superhero films because, you know, that that's the market right now. But then again, a lot of y'all are actually loving this uh, Crazy Rich Asians movie. Which um, I need to go see because it's such a, you know, such a big, big deal. And plus, you know, people haven't really been putting out romantic comedies like that without Amy Schumer in it. So, I kind of need to go ahead and take a look at some of these things. Because it wasn't a bad genre, it was just an overexposed genre. And, um... Hopefully, as we get to fall, we'll get a lot of great horror movies coming along the way, too. Because, um, let's see. The last great horror movie I saw... Well, it's on Netflix, and it was called, um... It's not Unfriended, but it sounded like it was called Friend Request. And it dealt with, uh, witches in there. So, it was it was pretty cool. Witches, Black Mirror Theory, all that kind of stuff. If you love the occult, you'll love that film. And it really makes you look at, like how technology is, and how, like, it can be manipulated with magic. Because that poor girl, she had it coming. I mean, she was a popular girl on top of the world and everything else. And then the loner came in, and she looked down at her, and they their eyes met, and she figured she could go ahead and be a friend to her. But the thing about it is, and you all probably have seen this in one way or another, that person you just meet, but they don't realize there's, like, you know, relationships and stuff take time to grow. You see, she didn't. She thought she could be invited to every aspect of that girl's life. And then when the popular girl said no and pretty much turned her out, guess what that means? It was war then. The girl went ahead and stood up to her and all that kind of stuff, made this big outburst. And then um, the girl pushed, the popular girl pushed her away, trying to defend herself. But, you know, when you do that kind of stuff, how does that make you look? It makes you look like the aggressor, doesn't it? So... When that happens, then all of a sudden you're public enemy number one. So she ended up committing suicide. And when she committed suicide, she filmed the whole thing. But unknown to, like, everybody, she also did a witch cult thing where she could be alive through the whole interface and stuff. And then started manipulating her computer and everything to where she could go ahead and start haunting and showing videos of all these satanic images and everything else on her page, causing her to lose a lot of her friends on the listing, because that's what people do. If they see something they don't understand, or they don't see, like, it's satire or whatever, they will delete you and block you off and stuff. So she started losing her friend count on one hand, 
But on the other hand, you know, it started affecting her life because then all of a sudden her friends started dying mysteriously under different circumstances, either through being haunted or stabbing themselves or cutting themselves or whatever. It was a crazy movie. And I mean, on some occasions, you can see how it was low budget or some of its indie side, which pretty much keep this in mind. There's charm in the norm. You know what I'm saying? Like, these people are actually trying. They're going out here and they're making their movies. They're doing what they need to do to get their careers together. You have to commend them for that. But then when you look at, like, exactly what went down on this movie, it's like, oh, my God. Like, the the woman lost her stalker friend, you know, the the fat, funny friend, um, her oversexed friend, and then her equally popular yet more spoiled friend. The archetypes and stereotypes are all there. But needless to say, she lost pretty much all of them until it's her and the boyfriend, the guy who had a crush on her. And you see, the guy who had a crush on her pulled a face turn, you know? Well, no, not a face turn. He pulled a heel turn on her. Which, um, actually, I'm, you know... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to tell you guys in the most vague way so you could all go see it yourselves. But there's a lot of twists and turns around that third act, which was pretty pretty good and helped the movie out a lot. And then, you know, what happened to the popular girl at the end of the movie was just... It was unfortunate, but in a way, it's like, you know, did she have it coming for reaching out to the girl or did she have it coming for rejecting the girl? You see what I'm saying? And it's little things like that when you watch a horror movie, you're always like... Is there a lesson to learn from this? Or is there something that happened? Or did it just happen just because? Because things unfortunately happen to us out of the blue. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't wake up one morning, you know, to have like a big accident happen to you. You know, these things just happen out of nowhere. But moving forward, though, that was like one of the best horror movies I've seen in a while. I'm watching another one called Tales of Halloween. Ten different short films going on like I'm on the last one, and this this one is wacky as hell. Now, when it comes to anthology films, right? You know, usually you're going to get two out of three. Most you'll probably get is um, either three or four stories. This is amazing because it's ten. But the thing about it is, is that, you know, sometimes you get, like, the short bites of what's going on in, like, different scenarios. And then, of course, you know, you always have questions like, was it really that good or wasn't really that good? Or, like, you always, like, look at these kind of movies and you're like, well, that could have been a good movie on its own, but this second story here really sucked. And this third one, was this directed by Joe Dante or something? Because it felt more like a comedy than a horror piece. Now, keep in mind, there is moments where you can have black comedy and dark stories, you know, interwoven into something great. Not to the level of Vampire in Brooklyn, maybe, but to the point where, like, everything was thrown for a loop, like Tales from the Hood. And, you know, I'll delve into this stuff a little bit more as we get closer to Halloween, but at the same time, it's just what I'm watching right now, this is exactly what I like to end out the year, you know? Like, sure, I'll go ahead and I'll watch, like, those big-time blockbusters, you know, because I'm going to go see the Marvel movies anyway. I'm going to go see those DCU movies anyway, because, you know, that's just what I need to do. I'm invested. I have to see this stuff to the end. See if there's some big build-up coming. 
The only thing is, is that with Marvel, Marvel had a skeletal structure there for a moment. And then after a while, when it got into phase three, you saw things got a little bit formulistic. You saw things got a little bit more of the same, you know. But at the same time, it's building and it's rising up to something nice. Whereas, like, with the DCEU, it's just about everywhere. Like, you know, you try to follow here, there, everywhere, whatever. I just want another Superman movie. Yeah, I want I want Big Blue to have another movie so he can pretty much show us that, you know, he's becoming the icon that we all respect. I want to see a decent Batman film. Give me, you know what? As a matter of fact, in 2019, wasn't that supposed to be the year of the Bat? Wasn't there supposed to be, like, a whole lot of Batman movies? Yeah, what happened to that? There was supposed to be a Batgirl movie, supposed to be a Nightwing movie, there was supposed to be something dealing with Robin. Well, I guess in a way you're kind of getting that with the Titan show and DC Universe, which looks pretty good as a streaming network. I just hope they follow through on everything they promised, but, you know, sometimes that happens. Like, you'll promise a lot of things, but you can't necessarily follow through here or there, you know? So I, I always ask those kind of questions when it comes to it, but, you know, it, it just needs to be done. So I always look to see, like, um, exactly where we go from here. And then 2019 is going to be nice anyway, regardless if those movies get made or not, because, hell, you got Godzilla, King of the Monsters, you got Avengers 4, you got Captain Marvel, you got... There's, a, there's another good movie coming out, uh, Shazam coming out. Aquaman's coming out later this year, so so that's fine. But you got Shazam coming out, and then you have... This is another DCU movie. I think I think it's Wonder Woman 84 coming out next year, I think. It'll be fine. Oh, which, by the way, that was actually an interesting take that they all did the Breakfast Club uh, picture like they did. I, th- I thought that was kind of cool. But, you know, it's like, you don't need to let us know even further that you're in the 80s, right? But at the same time, I need to ask you all something. What is it about the 80s that fasten us? You know, what is it about, fasten us, what is it about the 80s that fascinate all of us as a generation, you know? Is it because they had a deep perception of the future that's slowly coming true? Or is it because the trends were just so outrageous, we just can't give them up? I mean, I know a lot of people in the synthwave community love the vibes and the music. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, it's a way of life for those people, and they compose it all the time. You know, I just always wonder, what is it with our fascination about the 80s? But then again, did the 90s have a deep fascination about the 70s? Is that what... You know, it's it's like little things like that you think of from time to time. But then again, just about everything in the 80s was engineered to like during this time. And right now, in this time, we're trying to figure out our identity of everything. So that's why we try to have a mixed bag of everything. But the problem is, is that... Some parts of modern music are not as good as like synth wave, electro wave, and um, you know vapor wave. Just just to name a few, because some of you out there actually are pretty good at what you do, and genre really should make sense only for those that are actually trying to, you know, make money off the thing. That's the only time you need to really worry about genre. You should be experimenting and creating anytime you want to when you make music. Because you got a lot of music snobs out there. You got a lot of marching band graduates that'll love to tell you what their idea and perception of what music should be. I think, personally, that you should be out there. Well, not so personal anymore. But I think that you should be out there if you want to play music, any sort of instrument, 
or anything that you're really focused on, if you really want to master it, go play it. Get out there and go ahead and do the thing. Whether it's on a cheaply made version or not, that's how you learn. That's how you get your basics. That's how you make it happen. Like, part of me actually wants to play the trumpet again. And believe it or not, I pretty much have been looking into the prices of trumpets so I could go ahead and get one. And granted, that'll probably be in 2019, and I'll have the video stuff set up, so I'll be doing it live for you all. But the thing about it is, is that, you know, just people in general annoy me with that. You know what I mean? Like, like you have to have sacred rules, you have to have all this stuff so that you can go ahead and be this great creative, when at the same time, all you really need is just time and drive. That's all you need. Like... You know, if you want to play the harmonica, you can just easily go and get like a $7 or less. You could go get one of them plastic ones from Dollar Tree if you want to. And it's a step in the right direction for you. It's just it's just little things like that. I mean, I'm just like, why? Why would you even think that you could go ahead and create a rule to bar people out of stuff? Oh, because I'm a, cause I'm a jerk, Jay. And because I am all about but protecting the, 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 the... There is nothing to protect. Let these people create. Let them go ahead and put their instances out there. But as they do create, the people that create have to be open to criticism. And they have to understand this. Just because you don't like it, and just because you criticize it, doesn't mean that they have to go ahead and follow your criticism. And just because they're creating it, doesn't mean that you have to listen to it. But you have to get your two cents across. You have to allow yourself to have your unwarranted self-importance together and your ego stroke together and act as though, hey, I can drop my resume here or there any way I want to. So with me, myself, have there been times I've done that? Yeah. But there have been times where, you know what, I'm just going to sit there and enjoy it and then I'll talk after the show. I'll talk after any of these things. You know what I'm saying? But you got some people that have to do it during the whole time when that person should be performing. And when you know they're performing, they do not have to explain themselves to you because they're performing. Let their art talk. Now, I've been saying that for a long time. But, you know, just people in general are ridiculous nowadays with their stuff. And I'm always like, you know what, there are no rules to bar these people. Let them work. And the only way you can really destroy your career on your own is if you've done something unethical or if you went ahead on a tangent that made no sense or you just pretty much became a general a-hole to everybody. Even though we have our a-holes out there that have to stay into the, you know, look good one way but smell like crap on the other. We know tons of them in retail, don't we, people? I'm sure a lot of you out there know those people. But you can't just let them mess with you and stuff like that. You got to fight for your career. You got to fight for your place in the world. And that's what I do all the time. Otherwise, I wouldn't be J-Man. And otherwise, J360 Productions wouldn't be a thing. You see what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of y'all could hate my work from here to there. And y'all could go all the way back to like 2006 when I started. And go ahead and say some stuff. And I'd just be like this. I'd be like, okay. Thanks for uh, showing that I evolved as a person. And that I grew into somebody better. And not only that, you helped out somebody more fortunate than yourself. That's just who I am, y'all. But the truth is, you know, if you really want to do this kind of work, you got to be there for it. 
And when we go on our tangents and we criticize on the daily, whether it's we're doing special this, we're doing all this reviewing here, or we're doing this parody here, if you don't have those kind of things going on in your life, you didn't make it. You see what I'm saying? The higher the subscribe, the higher the the follower count or whatever it is, the more people are going to be there they are going to make fun of you and stuff like that. So the best thing to do is either ride it out or just, you know what, take some of the punches but throw some back. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that time when I was making fun of feminists and I said, oh, there goes the subscribe count. Yep, 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 I'm in the red. You just got to be able to take it. And see, what some people don't understand is, is that, you know, I've been at this for a while now. I've had people say just about everything they could say to me. It's just like, you know what? When you have a long-running show like this one, not all episodes are going to be winners. You're going to have that drive where you want to stop. Then you're going to have procrastination, which is a death sentence to any show. The whole point about it is just do the damn thing. And that's why you got some people in retail now still sitting there holding on to shit could have woulda's or whatever because they don't have the drive and they didn't go for it. Or they'll sit there and say, it's kind of scary for you to get out there in the world and do these things. Yeah, but you know what else is scary? Playing it safe and thinking about what you could have been. And that's a fate worse than death. But you know... Originally, I was going to sit here and talk to you about top five movies that I like for summer 2018, but if anything, just think about this as the summer 2018 ramble. And some of these other things I got for the notes for 67, you know, you'll hear about tomorrow. But until then, y'all, this is what I have for episode 66 right now, and I'd like to thank all y'all for coming in and chilling with me for a little while. And remember what I said earlier about emailing me, at j360productions at outlook.com you know just to let me know about a few things like if you have two cents here or if you have something to talk about or you want to do a spotlight episode collab that's the best way to get in touch with me and just let me know about anything you would like to talk about or leave some comments down at the bottom you know rate the episode help us grow a little bit i mean you know at the end of the day every little bit counts and you can also download these episodes because we just made it to Spotify, iHeartRadio, and I think we got another one coming up too, uh, Acast, man, we we just about everywhere now. So, you know, just, I'd like to thank all of you for supporting J360 Radio so far. I hope that you guys will support J360 Productions as that grows in general. You know, you've all been a big part, and the thing about it is, on behalf of the team and on behalf of everything as a whole, I just want to thank all of you. And I mean, I couldn't ask for a better better group of, you know, fans and collaborators and other podcasters. It's just been a great year, you know. So I'm really thankful to that. And um, if you guys want me to be a part of any of your shows, you know, hey, just let me know sometime. Leave something down there in a the message and I'll chime in anytime. But, hey, I got to get going. So you all take it easy until now. Because this is Jay signing off.